Welcome to another episode of Spock Sports Show. It's a look at everything sports here in the mid-Michigan area. And now, here's your host, Chris Spockman. Welcome on into another Spock Sports Show coming to you live from the Barbera Law from Mobile Sports Studios at the Bird Bar and Grill. Talking week four of football, looking at week five of football. Mount Pleasant Oilers, Aiden Klein and Logan Barotachuk. So got Brad Gross, Jamison Latham here with me from Beale City, and we're going to start by talking with them. Beale bested Lake City to move to 4-0 and on the season this past Friday. Uh, Coach Gross, Jamison Latham, just kind of open up the floor to you guys. We, you know, what, what are you thinking about that game on Friday night? What would be the quote-unquote story of that game if I was going to ask you guys? Oh, I think the story of the game was uh, I think both we had two really good football teams, and we, uh, I think we maybe – out muscled them a little bit maybe i think you know we kind of we spread the ball out a little bit and then uh we kind of went to our hog package as we call it where we just kind of come straight at you and that's where jameson popped a couple big runs and kind of changed the changed the game a little bit and it was something that we haven't shown on film and it's something they really weren't ready for so i think we caught them off guard a little bit i think that was kind of the turning point of the game in my mind i got it what's the hog package uh, it's just a Basically, the straight put, up. Putting some of your big old guys up front and just going straight at them? Yeah, we use some of the same guys. We put the big old guys up there, and it's just basically an eye backfielder. We're just coming straight at you. All so, right, Jay, you like that package, Jameson? Yeah, it gets me the ball quite a bit. <laughs> <laughs> and now uh, Jack Fussman went 6 of 9 through the air, 99 yards, also had a rushing touchdown. What did, what did he show you guys again Friday? Uh, I'd say the biggest thing was him staying in the pocket. He took quite a few big hits, but made the right play, made the – Made the big play. Yeah, Coach Gross, go, going back, you know how tough that is to stand in there and take some big hits, don't well, you? Well, he threw, uh, what, four screen passes? Mm-hmm. And they all were huge, like big third downs. Uh, and he took a couple hits. I mean, he's got a black lip today still. <laughs> well, so, the, uh, and now the screen pass, you can talk about a little as a, little as a quarterback. We can ask Logan about this as well, too. you you got to bait them in. you got to let them think that they're going to yeah. get you, right? And so sometimes you – you just got to know you're going to get hit there before you loft that screen out there. You do. You got to bait them in. You got to let them know. I mean, these kids always tease me that when I played, I had like, I had a great running back. So I threw Wes Wilson. I threw a bunch of touchdown passes to him. And I had like 200 yards passing, and I threw the ball five yards. So <laughs> they give me crap on that all the time. But that's all right. And now the electric junior, Mr. Jameson Latham, here, 75 rushing, two touchdowns, also leading the team in tackles. What, what's it meant to you having this kid here as a well now three years? Like I said, I'm going to toot his horn here a little bit. He, <laughs> You got a lot of good running backs at Beale City over the years, but going back, I can't you know think of how many really ran the ball a lot as a freshman like this guy did right here. Then maybe even not as much last year as a sophomore, now stepping it up again as a junior. Well, yeah, he did a great job as a freshman. Uh, we thought he was ready uh, physically. I mean, he did, took the time in the weight room, put a lot of time in there, and and it's a smart kid as well. Uh, he he knows all the plays. He knows what's going on, and that makes a huge difference too. You, you gotta if you're gonna play varsity football right as a freshman, you gotta know what's going on. So he put the time in, and you know he he, he showed right from the beginning. I don't I don't think he scored on your first game, right? And he scored in his first game. I think so. it might have been his first play is where he had first the carry, it's where yeah. the electric freshman Jamison Latham came yeah. from. It was who who is this kid? There he goes. Yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah. It just yeah it worked out well. So. Yep, and uh, last year playing defensive back also as a freshman, moving into linebacker. We'll start with you, James. So what's that like moving inside from your defensive back position? Um, uh, outside backer, I really don't think it's too much of a difference, but kind of the same rules and responsibilities, but I kind of like it just as much. So, What are those rules and responsibilities as an outside linebacker? I wish Heibel was here. He'd be, he'd be loving this right now. Um, pretty much don't get hooked outside, stay outside. Um, 
Yeah, you know that those kinds of things. Yeah, I mean, when, when is it time for him to, to just fire up the middle? You know, third, third and 19, is that when he doesn't have to worry? He's always worrying about that contained, Coach. Well, it all depends on what the defense we have called, but he's usually has he's a flat defender and keeps his outside. But every once in a while, if they motion away, we like to send that backside outside linebacker. And Jamison's got really good speed, so puts a little pressure on the quarterback, makes him throw up a little quicker than he wants to. Yeah, Jameson, I always like to ask kids, ask you, you know, what's it like playing football in Beale City? Like, it was a great atmosphere here in Mount Pleasant Friday. I'm going to ask these guys about, too. But, like, I always, you know, like to think the small-town America football, you know what I mean? Beale City is kind of what, you know, the quintessential thing that people think of. What's it like playing out there? Um, pretty much what you said. It's everyone in the community is there. Lights are on. Stands are packed. You're looking at the stands just thinking how packed it is and, Never expect there to be more people, but people just keep coming, and there's nowhere for them to stand at all. And now, uh, what's your favorite part of playing football? Um, definitely hanging out with the guys on the field, off the field, in the classrooms, everywhere. We're always together during the season, so we spend a lot of time together. And you mentioned the class, too, so I'll bring that up. What's your favorite class right now that you got? And I know you're, you're a big 4-H guy helping me out big time mm -hmm. uh, at the 4-H fair. Le learning me a lot out at the 4-H fair is what I will say. I'm a big math guy. I always have been. All right. Um, take a lot of math classes, so I like it. Yeah. What other sports do you play? I believe you do uh, basketball, track, and field, correct? Yep. What's your favorite sport? Football's got to be my favorite. Football's your favorite. Coach Gross, I know a little, little, little fist pump with that one. And now, I can't let your little brother off the hook. When, when we saw him at the fair this summer, I said, oh, that's it. And he says, well, I'm the better one. And I actually was like, whoa, hang on a second here. Do you know, do you know who you're talking to here? And so is he playing football? How's, he, how's things going with them right now? So their team's 2-0 so far right now. He's, on a, he's in seventh grade. He's on seventh, eighth grade team, so he's not playing too much. He plays when they're up big. But, All right. Uh, what's, what's he playing? Uh, he's playing a little running back, playing some guard, all right, playing all right. some def defense. So, and I imagine if he wasn't playing running back on offense, Coach Gross, you'd probably have him in at guard, wouldn't you? Uh, I don't know. Depends on where we need him. <laughs> I, I don't know. He could play. He could play. We put him out. Played a little bit of wide receiver too. I mean, uh, the guys will tease him that he doesn't have great hands, but he never gets any opportunities either. So, how do you tell if he's got good hands or not? But uh, no, he's. He could play anywhere. He could play guard if we needed him to, I'm sure. Yep. Um, and I guess I would say that's one of the special things about your guys' program out there. And you guys have a huge game coming up Friday. Everett is 4-0. I will say they haven't played quite the schedule you guys have, but you guys are both highly ranked in Division Eight. Usually when they're good, they're very big up front. What are you guys expecting from them? Well, I see. I don't know, but they are going to be athletic. They've got their quarterback returning, two really good receivers, a running back that's a – I think he's an all-state wrestler. Mm -hmm. So he's those wrestlers make really good football players. And he's a good running back and a linebacker. And they, I mean, they have a nose guard that looks like, like a Jerry Ball. I mean, he's huge. <laughs> Some of you guys probably don't know who Jerry Ball is. Probably. Jerry Ball is an old Detroit Lion yeah. from the early 90s. And he was, I'm trying to think, myself, yeah. and they, they don't really have defensive tackles in the league like him anymore. But if we're going to, you know, imagine in Dominican Sue, but a little bit more blubber, a little less muscle out there when just he played big, for the Lions. Just a big kid in the middle. It'll, you know, he, he clogs. He, actually, he clogs TC a Central had a kid like that this past Friday, actually, when I bring that. They had a kid who was six foot, 320 pounds, and he couldn't yeah. really move, but you weren't really going to move him very far, and so that, that could be very effective. And when you're going up against a guy like that, Jameson, and sometimes you get deterred from going into that one, you know, the day gap, you know, what. What do you got to do as a player when you know that guy's there? Do you just got to not worry about him, trust your teammates, yada, yada, kind of open it up to you? Oh, you just got to trust that your teammates will get there, get the block. And if something does happen, 
unfortunately, you got to go around them, go through them, just make the best of a broken play that you can. And like I said, go through them too, because sometimes that's always an option. You put your shoulder down into some of those big guys. They'll, they'll go back pretty darn easy. Mm-hmm. That ever happened to you, Coach Gross Plan? What's that? You ever run over a big guy like that? Did I ever run over any big guys? Well, I played quarterback, so I wasn't really – we didn't really have a, like a – running attack all right all right so well we had a great running attack but i was handing the ball off a lot and i ran it a few times but not really running anybody that big (laughs) over and now uh jameson what's your favorite part about playing for coach gross um i'd say the best part about playing for him in practice he's running plays with us (laughs) all right he'll do anything that he needs to do to get our team ready especially being scout team quarterback running plays getting the defense a good look stuff like that does he ever frustrate you guys, put it on you guys a little bit in practice? Oh, not too much, but he definitely jokes around with us a lot, <laughs> especially with Josh who runs right around him and makes the play, tries to make the play. But yeah, So you guys are in Everett this Friday playing at the county fairgrounds, I believe, right? Oh, yeah. Yep. Oh, yeah. So thank you guys so much for joining. When we come back, we'll have Aiden Klein and Logan Barodichuk talking a little Mount Pleasant football. Thanks so much to the guys from Beale City. If they want to stick around, grab some food, maybe we'll bring them back on in a bit. You listen to Spock Sports Show on Buck 92, presented to you by the Barberry Law Firm from the Barberry Law Firm Mobile Sports Studios at the Bird Bar and Grill. If you've got legal questions and you don't know what to do, my attorney is Joe Barbary. He can be yours too. Hi, this is Joe Barbary. Here's a motor vehicle accident tip. If you've been injured in an auto accident, you don't have to go to Detroit to get the best legal team to represent you. Myself and my staff have been doing auto accidents in the Central Michigan area for over 30 years. Most people I know don't want to drive 150 miles to meet with somebody that they've never met before. If you retain us at Barbary Law, you'll meet with an attorney face-to-face and you'll be minutes away from doing so. So keep that in mind. If you're injured or God forbid a loved one is injured or killed in a motor vehicle accident, contact Barbary Law and we'll take care of you. My attorney is Joe Barbary. He can be yours too. It's never too late to add more sparkle. Silverberg Jewelers has everything you need to restyle your current wedding ring, transform your most treasured jewelry into new and unique pieces, upgrade your current diamond to a larger diamond, or add another band to your ring stack for a brighter, bolder look. Take advantage of our 50% off September birthstone jewelry sale and shop countless in-store sapphire pieces at unbeatable prices. Only at S. Silverberg Finer Jewelers, South Mission and Mount Pleasant, the people's first choice for jewelry for over 20 years. Come see why. Catch the full story of an amazing local police department, a bakery, and the comeback of a small town all tucked away inside a sweet book called Cops and Donuts. Pick up your copy today through copsbook.com and wherever you get their donuts and read all about it. Cops and Donuts. It's a Michigan thing. Buck 92 and Buck92.com return you now to the Spock Sports Show, live from the Barbary Law Firm's mobile sports studio. Welcome back to the Bird Bar and Grill in downtown Mount Pleasant. It is the Barberry Law Firm Mobile Sports Studios and Spock Sports Show. You can find this podcast at MyMichiganPodcast.com where you can find podcasting that matters to you. Now here with Aiden Klein, Logan Barodichuk from Mount Pleasant. And first of all, thank you guys so much for joining me. Friday night, it was it was quite an atmosphere for Hall of Fame night. And I'm going to kind of break down the game here for people that weren't there because 
It was an incredible game, guys, wasn't it? Yeah, it for sure was. Uh, TC Central went right down. Well, should have gone right down and scored until a personal foul penalty backed him up. They missed a field goal. You guys went three and out. TC drove right down again, got into the end zone. You guys had a nice drive put together. There was a fumble that gave it back to TC Central. They had a great punt, and then you guys were backed up. Great call from you, Logan, to give you guys five extra yards. Then it was a 93-yard touchdown run from Humphrey, and I think that was... 30th of his career, and later, later towards halftime, looked like TC Central would take a 14-7 lead into the half. Third and 10 incompletion with just over 30 seconds remaining. A penalty was called, and then you two connected for a 27-yard touchdown run. Made it 14-14 at the half. What what was that like, uh, having that confidence booster, having that last second, well, not a last second touchdown, but close enough towards the half? Where were you guys, I imagine you two kind of ran and connected with each other after you ran to the end zone, Aiden, what was that like? I mean, it was... Uh it was pretty big for us to score right before half, considering like going down into halftime and coming to out tied in halftime is just like a little bit of a difference. It gives yep. a lot less pressure on you. Yep, Logan, what were you thinking on that? Uh, ended up being a first and ten throw. Yeah, I mean, uh, a couple plays before that, we had uh, kind of we took a shot and then it was like kind of check the ball down or get the clock running out and don't do anything stupid. Um, and then we got the penalty and it was first and ten. And we were like, all right, let's go. Let's try Make again. something happen. And we. Got a screen out to Aiden, and the rest was history. Yeah, and so the two big penalties in the first half really cost TC Central. Like, obviously, you guys would have had more to say about it, but they could have had 21 on the board. And the score tied at 14. Scooter had a monster return to open up the second half. And that's the second week in a row he's had a monster return to open the second half. What, what kind of boost does that give you guys from him? Yeah, it's great when you start at the 50-yard line or better multiple, <laughs> multiple times. It's, it's a big cushion and it really a big game. And when there's plays going back and forth, that's a big, big help. Yep, and uh, score tied at 14. It was then a 59-yard touchdown from you. And then the next drive, Caden Benaski intercepted the Trojan pass. And then Caleb Newbecker had an incredible run. But Mr. Klein, if you go back and watch the video, I lose it. Monster block from Caden, Caden Aiden Klein downfield. Because you just absolutely laid out the defensive back. And that's what sprung Newbecker into the end zone. Uh, to any youngsters out there listening that want to play the wide receiver position, in particular high school, how important is blocking out there? Oh, it's it's a big thing. I mean, Coaches talk all the time about wide receivers, not just about catching passes, it's about setting blocks for your guys. So it's huge. It's a big part of being a wide receiver. Yeah, now, Logan, the, the amount of weapons you got this year, um, <laughs> you got a lot of options to go to out there with Aiden, with Scooter, with Max Humphrey. What's that like having that plethora of weapons as a quarterback? Yeah, I was being a junior coming to the first game. Mac was kind of like, hey, you don't got to do anything special. Just get it to your guys and get in the groove, and that was really good for me. Uh, I got it to Max a couple times and got Scooter scored a couple times on some things, and it was like, all right, here we go. I can fit into this and then get into that role. It's it's pretty easy. Yeah, and the out to my athletes. Yep, and uh, so after you guys went up 27-14, they ended up getting a touchdown. But the conversions on third down and long from Barrow to Chuck to Polk and you, Mr. Klein, uh, they just had trouble getting the Oilers off the field. And how many third and long conversions was that that you had? I don't know, somewhere probably around five. Probably around five. What do you think about that, Coach Gross? I'm going to kind of look over you and just kind of look for an expression from your face. Five third down and long conversions. They, they got them all. It was just, just absolutely incredible. And... Did you think, Aiden, at any point that, all right, they've got to put a safety over here when it's the two of us over at the same line? Yeah. What, what were you guys thinking when the, the two of you kind of line up and look at each other and just see two guys out there all alone? Oh, yeah, it's kind of just like one of us got to get open. We just use each other to get open. And it's, it's, I mean, it's big when we have, like, him on the outside and then they're always focused on him and you can slip right behind him or anything like that, yeah. 
Yep, and you guys got just a, a monster game coming up this week. We'll get to that in a minute. But the atmosphere on the sideline, I kind of asked you guys before, and you kind of said, eh, not a whole lot different. I think that has to do with me being a worry wart, you guys having a good coach. From the first quarter to the fourth quarter, what was the atmosphere like on the sideline when things weren't really going your way in the first? And then the fourth quarter, you guys kind of had control of things. Yeah, I mean, that's just all Coach Mack. He's been telling us all week. They're a good football team. They went to the state finals last year. They know what they're doing. They know how to win. Even if they weren't starters, they know what to do. They're behind guys that were really good. It's going to be a grind. Two good football teams just keep playing it out and playing it out. And one team's got to make one more big play than the other, and that's, that's what it came down to. And now, this is the best crowd I think I can remember for a week four game at Mount Pleasant. Aiden, you're kind of smiling at that one, too. Like I said, you, how, how proud were you of your you know, fellow classmates when you looked over at that stands and saw so many of them there? Oh, it's big. It's, I mean, when they all show up, it's really like a – it's an atmosphere. I mean, I, people that come in and play there, it's kind of crazy. They, they get loud. They get crazy. It's fun having them around. It really helps. Yeah, like I said, it really, and I was talking about, you know, Beale City, they've always got the atmosphere. The one thing I tell some people or whatever, it says there's so many other things kids are doing at Mount Pleasant because you guys are such a big school. You have kids doing this, kids doing that. And so sometimes on a Thursday or Friday night, 40, 50 kids are off doing another activity or something like that. But, boy, they really showed up and showed out. And it seems like they're doing a theme every single week. What, do you know what's going on for homecoming this week for the game? We, uh, you go ahead. I think it's just blue and gold. Is it blue and yeah, gold it's or? blue and gold. Oh, yeah. I guess that makes a little bit of yeah, sense yeah. for the homecoming, homecoming there yep. with the blue and gold. <laughs> and I keep thinking about the two penalties in the first half that kind of backed up the Trojans, you know, a couple times, then allowed you guys to get another touchdown. When you, when you guys think about the biggest moments of that game Friday night, that 27 21 victory, what stands out with you? Stands out to you guys? We'll start with you, Logan. Uh, I think the, when they pinned us deep and Max took off for 93 yards. We were kind of down. They'd kind of run us out of it. They ran the clock out on us, and they were just smashing and smashing. And then Max takes it to the house, and you're like, okay, we can do this. Like, it's really we're, – we're back in this right now, and it's, let's go. about you, Aiden? I, I'm going to go with the same thing, to be honest with you. I mean, when you get a big play like that, it really, like, boosts your spirit. It kind of brings the whole team back up. So having big plays like that when you're down just really, really brings everything back together. And what's it like playing with a guy – but just his speed. We'll just leave it at that. You and Jamison Latham were saying, and Jamison said he's got to be running a 4-4. Oh, yeah. he, he's, he's real fast. And it, it's kind of just like if he, if he breaks one tackle, he might just be gone. So having him there just making really big plays is pretty helpful. Yeah, but Logan, there are some times when uh, he takes that direct snap and you turn into a lead blocker. And there's a few times in particular that second half of that Midland game where he had Brett Heibel who calls games with me, played at CMU, and I always tell people, if you want to know about him, tackled Walter Payton once upon a time in training camp, so dude knows his football. You had a couple blocks in that Midland game where he just said, woo, is that a quarterback out there? And say, man, he is, he is laying the lickens out there to clear up a couple holes for him. And now, uh, as big as this past week was, this week is going to be even bigger. Bay City Western is 3-1. and one. They're highly ranked in Division Two. You guys are highly ranked in Division Two. It's homecoming. It's a rivalry game. There was the Mud Bowl last year. Aiden, what do you remember about the Mud Bowl? I mean, it was, it was, it was crazy. There was fumbling everywhere. Snaps were getting thrown around. It was just, it was hectic. It was, it was pretty, and it, the atmosphere was crazy there, too. There were a lot of people, so it was loud, slippery. It was, a, it was a hard game. It was a brawl. And, Logan, you were on the sidelines for most of that game. What, what do you remember about it? Uh, it was cold. I was cold myself. <laughs> uh, but, I mean, it was just we knew it was going to be a big game, and a lot of people showed out, and it was raining, and there was missed snaps, and just leadership and big things like that played a big effect in that 
Learned a lot from just standing there watching. Yeah, Corey Davis, I know, had a big, big impact in that game last year. And, and where is he at CMU this this year as a walk on, or do you guys know what he's, he's at doing? Northwood. He's at Northwood. Northwood. Yep. Good, good for Northwood. I, w- I would just say that. <laughs> now, what are you guys expecting Friday from Bay City Western? They just put 70 on the board against Midland Dow. Yeah, I think uh, they're just going to come with their run attack again and try and dump a pass off here or there. And it's what they do now. And we got to eliminate the big play. And they want to get their three to four yards, stop them the best we can, and go at them on offense. Aiden, you got anything to add to that? And you're going to be out there playing defense what is your role as a I don't know sometimes your defensive back safety I'm not exactly sure where you are out there all the time but what's your role going to be this Friday going up against that rushing attack I mean as of right now I'm, I'm not I'm not on defense currently. oh you're not on all right uh, all right we're kind of just packing up the house getting the, right. get the big guys getting it like like you said run stop run yep. is really important this week so all right, so big, big things happening. And a uh, couple other questions I want to ask you guys, kind of my you know, student-athlete questions here. What other sports do you guys play? Uh, I'm a baseball, basketball player. All right, about you, Aiden? Same, baseball, Same. basketball, football. All right, what's your favorite sport? Put you guys uh, on the spot here. Coach Mack's not here, though, so. Whatever's in season. That's a great answer right there. What about you, Aiden? I'm going to have to agree with Logan on that one. All right, all right, I really like that. Now, do you guys have a favorite subject in school? I'm a PE guy. You're a PE guy. All right, all right. <laughs> Keep him in the gym. What about you, Aiden? Math. Math. All right. Yeah, yeah. You, you and Javis a lot, lot smarter than me, than I am. And uh, you guys have any plans after school currently, right now? And if you don't know, believe me, it's okay. I had no clue what I was doing. No, I don't. I don't know what I'm doing yet. I, all right. I'm trying to play college sports somewhere. But all right, all right. And what about you, Mr. Brodichuk? Yeah, me as well. Play college well. sports somewhere, doing something. All right. If anybody's listening, if you got any questions about these guys, I will tell you that they will be. Any team you guys are going to be on with your leadership and what you guys bring to the table is going to be awesome. Thank you guys so much for joining me. We're going to come back, talk a little bit more about what's coming up for the playoffs in Spock Sports Show as far as football goes. Thanks so much to Logan Aiden Klein for joining me. You're listening to Spock Sports Show, coming to you live from the Barbary Law Firm Mobile Sports Studios on Buck 92. If you've got legal questions and you don't know what to do, my attorney is Joe Barbary. He can be yours too. Barberry Law is proud to serve clients in mid-Michigan. Ask your insurance company, any prosecutor, judge, and they know the name. He's respected, knowledgeable, and he wins. Barberry Law has won multi-million dollar accident claims, is an expert for estate planning, and Michigan's go-to divorce lawyer. When you have a legal battle, you need Barberry Law and his team in your corner. They work here, they live here, and they know us and our courts and will win for you. Great legal representation is right here in Mount Pleasant. Barberry Law Firm, every case they take, they take personally. My attorney is Joe Barbary. he can be yours too. Graf drives Mount Pleasant and gives back again. All this month, score big with Graf's game day giveaway. Every Friday this month, Graf will be celebrating game day with a chance for you to win some awesome prizes, including gift cards totaling $250. Service department work, work in the body shop, or maybe it's time for a new ride. All purchases at Graf will have you entered in their game day giveaway happening all this month. Stop into one of their two Mount Pleasant locations on Pickard or Mission for full details. Graf Mount Pleasant featuring Chevrolet, Cadillac, Buick, and GMC trucks. Graf drives Mount Pleasant and gives back to Mount Pleasant. The Saginaw Chippewa Indian Tribe of Michigan is proud to support high school academics and sports programs. A well-balanced education is the key to success for our children. This message is brought to you by the Saginaw Chippewa Indian Tribe of Michigan, working together for our future. 
It's Fox Sports Show coming to you live from the Barbary Law Firm's Mobile Sports Studio right here on Buck 92. Welcome back to the Bird Bar and Grill and Spock Sports Show. I'm Buck92. Now talk a little playoff action. We're going to go ahead and throw one of these headsets here at uh, Coach Gross. And if Aiden and Logan, you want to throw that on for a second. We'll talk a little bit of D3. But, Coach Gross, if you want to jump in for anything here, feel free. And then we'll kind of move on to the D8 playoffs and talk a little Beale City. But Mount Pleasant right now is number – and we're going to kind of skip some of the other divisions right now too because we got these guys here, and that's what we're going to talk. D3, Mount Pleasant is currently number two. They are 4.75 points behind the next team, Wald Lake Western. And Biggie right now for me, uh, Coach Gross, ask you about this as well. You think about the districts that Mount Pleasant's had to play in the past, you know, going over to Muskegon, going down to a DeWitt or something like that. Right now, Gladwin – uh, well, pardon me, I'm looking a little bit further down, pardon me. We have got Sault Ste. Marie, we have got Cadillac, and we've got Gaylor. They're all in the top 32 right now. If it stays that way, that could very well be the district bracket for the Oilers. Have them in excellent shape to host a couple playoff games. And you were just talking about Iron Mountain and a couple other schools that were in your district last year. How important is it to have kind of like just a more local district, I will say? Uh, I don't know if you really care about where the district is as long as you're playing home. Oh, yeah, that's even I a better mean, point there. I don't care if we play Iron Mountain, but they got to come here. I mean, that makes a big difference when you're not traveling four hours or five hours or whatever. And and I know it makes a big difference for these guys for Mount Pleasant not having, oh, what do you get first week? Oh, you get Muskegon. Oh, great. <laughs> oh, get to play the, go play the Big Reds, you know. Yep. I'm sure that's that's a lot tougher tougher game to do. It would be nice to play that game in the regional final or semifinal or something. But, uh Hey, I think Aiden Klein said it earlier. Cadillac's a good football team. Yeah, no, they are. Yeah, they're, <laughs> they're, they're a good, good football, football team. team. So, yeah. what, what do you remember from that game, Aiden? Talk a little bit about the bat. Say, Scooter, uh, Coach Mack, and I were talking a bunch about it. What do you remember? I mean, it was they were they were pretty big. I'm not gonna. They were good. They had some athletes on their team. They were pretty fast. They were they were all around just really good football team. And they were in the D4 state semifinals or something like that. I think last year. And so, team move, moving up a division, but still really really tough. And I don't imagine you know a whole lot about Gaylord or Sault Ste. Marie, but Gaylord's a team you guys have been matched up with in the past. Like I said, get that 127 corridor. You kind of know you guys would be home for at least a couple games. Is that kind of what you guys are hoping for? Is it kind of like Coach Gross said? You ain't really too worried about it. You just want to be home. And I'm just I'm the overthinking broadcaster here. That's my job, though. Oh yeah, no. I mean, it was. I mean, especially last year when we played home against Marquette that was that was big having a home playoff game to start off the playoffs is is really big for any team to be honest with you yes yeah, so particularly you got that travel where you might have a night stay or something like that how you know how much would that affect you I guess you know kind of looking ahead but you always want to be able to sleep in your own bed per se yeah I mean I think our guys just they're willing to play wherever we just want to go out and get the win to be honest so I think I think we would all just be focused and be ready for the game and just keep our heads like in it all right how's that if he was your player right there, you'd be pretty happy with that answer, wouldn't you, Coach? We're going to go ahead and hand this over to Mr. Oh, Latham sure, here and yeah. talk, a little, talk a little D8, and you can stay on with us, Aiden, if you want to. But D8, Beale City Aggies are currently ranked number four. They can move up a bit this week, possibly, after they face eighth, eight, the eighth-ranked Everett Wildcats team in a game that give one of those teams the inside track to the Highland Conference title. But the weird thing we were all talking about before, Detroit Leadership Academy is number one in playoff points and will probably stay that way if they continue to win. They have had win over D4, D5 schools. That's who they continue to play. And they've also got a win over D2 Hamtramck. Ottawa Lake Whiteford also has a Division One opponent on their schedule. But the good part concerning playoff points, probably be on the opposite side of the bracket as you guys, Coach Gross. Yeah, I would say Ottawa Lake's going to be south and we would be north unless for some reason but we we wouldn't go i don't think we'd be south but yeah yeah we wouldn't see ottawa lake till at the finals if we're fortunate enough to get there so the, the 
playoff points would make, would make a difference with them. Yeah, what do you think about that, Jameson, playoff points? Or you kind of feel like these guys, you know what, just roll out the football somewhere and I'm ready to go. Yeah, I'd say um, we're definitely like that too, always ready to play. It definitely makes a difference. So if we're playing in front of our home crowd, we're big on that. We know um, how much we like to play in front of our fans. Um, well, I'd say we do travel well, so wherever we have to play, we're ready to play. Right on. And now looking ahead to the playoffs for you guys, I'm always praying, hoping for that Friday-Saturday matchup. So if you guys can ever talk your coach, you know, Coach Grossi, if you guys can ever talk Coach Mack, that way I can do both those games. Because that is always the hard part for us as a radio station when we get to the playoffs. In particular, the past several years when Beale City and Mount Pleasant has been so good, it's like, son of a gun, where are we going to go? Let's say Marquette coming down, we had that Saturday game last year. That's what I absolutely dream of. But the main thing, you guys need to both keep on winning so we can get as many home playoff games and so I can, I can be there for all of them, guys. <laughs> Yeah, well, we'll do our best. <laughs> it's not going to be easy. Yep, and uh, Aiden, you guys got that tough one. Hey, Bay City Western, this Friday, if people don't know, it's homecoming, so everybody's got to show out, don't they? Oh, yeah, they got to – I mean, homecoming is always one of the – probably the biggest game that we have beside maybe some playoff game, but homecoming is always really big. You throw in a ranked uh, D3 Bay City – or D2 Bay City Western in there, it becomes even bigger, and so make sure everybody's there. And You guys are on the road Friday night, but next week is your guys' homecoming versus Leroy Pine River. Is that correct? Yes. Yep, all right, so we'll be there for that game next two weeks. It's Mount Pleasant. It's Beale City, and we'll be back with you next Monday, same place, same time, Monday, 7 p.m. at the Bird Bar and Grill from the Barberry Law Firm Mobile Sports Studio. It is Spock Sports Show on Buck 92, and you can always find the Spock Sports Show podcast at mymichiganpodcast.com. Thank you for listening to Spock Sports Show with Chris Spockman. The views and opinions heard on this podcast do not necessarily reflect those views, opinions of Latitude Media, our sponsors, affiliates, and My1043 or Buck92 Radio. Check out our website for even more podcasts from around the area. Just go to MyMichiganPodcast.com. It's podcasting that matters.